Welcome fucking back, everybody. It's Tanner and Snow Fox Detroit for Piss Magazine. Salutations, everyone. Yeah, you know what, Emmett? You've had, I, I don't know. I just want to start big. I want to start okay. really big. So I want to... I want to pause. Yeah, we've been working. <laughs> so just blow out the mic immediately. We've been working on crackle, um, crackle. Uh, Stone Fox's new show, um, American Death Camp. Fuck yeah. And, uh, you know, we are looking for guests. Uh, we are kind of on the hunt for people that yeah. do interesting things. Or I don't mean, I, what kind of talent are you looking for, actually? I mean, if you've got something to say, but you've also got to have something going on. You've got to have something to plug. Yeah. You know, that's worth... Uh, Classic talk show kind of format. Yes, definitely. Or if you play music, that's a big thing. We want to incorporate uh, a musical act into one part of the show. Yeah, you kind of drifted away from the mic there for a little bit. Did I? Yeah, you're fine. Um, but uh, I told you about that right before we started. I was like, sometimes I drift away from the mic. <laughs> I think, um, I don't know. I'm excited for the show. But yeah, I, we ha- we've had certain people hit us up. Usually... More than anyone who hits us up is like OnlyFans girls. We had uh, we had one chick. Uh, she hit up the at Kill Podcasters account, and she was like, "Let put me on your podcast." And she didn't specify which one. There's like six shows on the <laughs> network, and she didn't just throw me on. She just put me on wherever. And I honestly, we've had really good luck like entertaining. Did she have a resume or anything? No. Did you vet her? No. I mean, a little bit. Okay. I mean, she she's Discord just, call. She, uh, no, haven't done that. Um, but I'm going to just record a discord call I'm having with her. I'm going to do it in the studio down here on Saturday. Dude, that's super professional yeah. actually. Like to record your interviews. Oh like, yeah. This is for, um, assurance purposes, quality, quality <laughs> assurance purposes. But, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She kind of passed a little pre-interview and she seemed quirky enough to at least She's I not don't know too, uh, unhinged I mean if it's boring we just dump the fucking episode but yeah um he, I know she's gonna be unhinged because I was like yeah no we have this forum called chan.faggot baby go there Uh-oh. go there and post your tits and and, and then <laughs> she did immediately oh my god it, yeah For so real? yeah chan.faggotbaby.com uh, she's following that more my god man yeah no, it's that's really... that's the test you just see if she does whatever you want her to do no <laughs> no <laughs> She, I, I asked her, I was like, so do you have like an OnlyFans you want to plug or anything? And she's like, no, this is just like a hobby of mine. What? What's the hobby of hers? Getting on podcasts? No, just posting her oh, nude, posting nude body her yeah, on the internet. <laughs> I guess that's a way to, I mean, it's not quite star search to become a model, but. No, but I don't know. She's been 18 for three months, so I'll say she's she's ambitious. Yeah, when people say to put yourself out there, I don't think that's <laughs> what they're getting at no <laughs> but um you know in the vein of you know mad trash bro and other friend of the show uh ziggy like we uh don't you know i don't know it's, it's, she's like i have political opinions and i'm like we literally never talk about politics on this show That's that like, might be good though yeah the the one person who comes on here and talks about it is uh some 18 year old girl who shows her tits <laughs> Apparently she's more qualified to talk about <laughs> politics than we are, man. Probably. I mean, right? Uh, who are, you know, who are we, though? I mean, issues. come on. OnlyFans girls? We're not uh, fucking the whatever podcast. Yeah. We're the whole time. I, I Gorlock the Destroyer. I think that's what uh, she was hoping to get into. Like, she she thought, she thinks we're probably some, like, uh, weird chud podcast that just, like... Clickbaity? Yeah, that just, like, shits on women. And it's like, we, we are kind of clickbaity, but, like, that's, frankly... It's just how you, how you put your neck out there. You name yeah. your you name your podcast episode, fucking Joe Jonas <laughs> interview. Or just picking <laughs> a celebrity one. and saying they de- they're dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs. Classic, classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, man, I think uh, one of my favorite, and she's not the first person to reach out and be like, put me on the show. But um, I can imagine there's got to be all sorts of uh, loons out there reaching out. Shooting, yeah. shooting their shot at you, Tanner. Well, there's, you know, and I used to reach out to loons myself and it's just like, after after I interviewed John from Fish Tank, I was kind of like, I don't really want to do interviews anymore. He brought you down, man. Not yeah, just what the fuck? It, it was. It's. I think to this day, it's still the least listened to episode, and I don't blame anybody. It's the least interesting. Yeah, dude. Episode. Fun fact for the audience: that was the first episode I ever listened to Piss Magazine. Also, and I was like, man, I got to expand on this show. And then, so the <laughs> dynamic w- with everybody else was like, amazing, you know. And I was like, wow, this is uh, worlds apart from your Fish Tank interview. Yeah, man. I don't know. Every, the The show is evolving. I don't know. God, uh, it's evolving to me dropping shit during the the show. God, I don't know. You know, I don't <laughs> want to bring it up because I, I want the listeners to be able to ignore it. But these creaky ass fucking chairs. We need to fix that. Can oh, we? I don't even think about that. I think I just get into the mode and then like I turn and oh, I'm you gonna, can't. I'm gonna do it on Bert. You pre- no, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, <laughs> is it like chalk on a nail board for you? No, no. I'm just like I got the headphones on, so nail I can on chalkboard. I can hear it all. Um. Like here, yeah. come come step into my world. Peeking behind the screen a little bit for the audience. Oh Why yeah, put these on. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh whoa, See, yeah. no 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 no, um, dude. Imagine taking some mushrooms and then <laughs> doing everything with this. Oh, that would you get be lost fun. inside your mind prison. Dude, have you ever heard of DIPT? No. So it's described it as it's it's a research chemical, and it's described as auditory mushrooms. So it's you're tripping, but all of the trip is sound based. Oh fuck. So yeah, you've got kind of like a head trip going on, but then everything, instead of visual tripping, you're just like hearing things weird. Oh fuck. man. Yeah. Doesn't that just sound like terrible? That reminds me of, have you heard of food tripping? No. So I don't know. Oh, Oh wait, is that where you take miracle berries and like fucking, is that what it is? I know I heard that there's this tablet you take and it makes all food taste different and people are drinking like olive oil and shit. I've uh, I've taken it. Yeah, it makes Gatorade taste really smooth. Oh, yeah. Like honestly, so this is interesting. <laughs> that Gatorade smooth flavor that they have out. Oh, I haven't. It's even called heard. Gatorade Smooth, and it I tastes heard like about this at all. I know about Gatorade, Gator Light, but um. So here's the thing. Um, if you take those Miracle Food tablets and then drink regular Gatorade, it tastes like Gatorade Smooth. Oh. So I think. They're they're putting a taste altering protein in yeah. Gatorade Smooth. I can't fucking back this up at all. Maybe one of the research and development guys did a food trip and they were like, "Oh, I got to try my product." And they're like, "I need to make this." It's uh, I mean, you know, it's kind of cool to like bite into a lemon and have it taste like I don't even fucking remember. I ordered them. I ordered them on Amazon when I was like fifteen. Oh yeah, you specifically get the craziest shit that people don't eat, like individually yeah you know it's you know spicy shit is still spicy it's a little muted um sour stuff tastes sweet um everything just tastes a little off for about 15 minutes but like i don't know i want something that'll just numb my mouth that's just like a novelty experience though that's not something you do all the time you know just like once one one and done just to see what that's like yeah honestly i think i did it like twice ever and I, <laughs> once by yourself and then once with friends and then that's kind of it you know? it's one of, yeah <laughs> no i like found some tablets in my bag like years later <laughs> are these still good 
You're getting uh, sick off those uh, food trip tablets. I'm getting sick off of <laughs> fucking hanging out with you and yeah, the I'm Seth's fucking over it. ladies' kids. Yeah, that's why he's not here right now. We fucking kicked him off. <laughs> he's like, I don't feel well. Goodbye, Seth. He went and got Korean. It was nice to know you. He went and got <laughs> Korean barbecue yesterday. Fuck, that sounds good. Yeah, I know. It sounded really good. And then, you know, he texted me. He's like, I feel like shit. But also, homie's been drinking again. Homie's oh, well, there glug, you go. Glug, glug, glug. There you go, man. Is he drinking his, like, while he's having his meal, too? Because that yeah, used to get that's me, what it man. was. He was drinking soju, like, at, oh, at the fuck. Korean. Yeah. At the Korean place. Yeah. I've never had soju, but people are making a big deal about it. And I'm like, if it's just fucking rice wine with fucking seltzer water in it. Dude, I'm such an American fuck. piece of shit. I go to those places and I still have like a butt heavy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no wonder my stomach was fucked up, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Honestly, like sometimes those times when you get sick because you had a single beer is just the worst. You're like, I just didn't even need that. I feel weak, too. I feel I'm like, weak. What a bitch I am, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had one Modelo and I'm fucking, you know, I'm almost drunk Ugh. and I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Maybe it's because we're connoisseurs now. Yeah. And once we have shitty beer, we're like, oh, now I don't feel good because I've been drinking all these wonderful craft IPAs. I only drink millet. <laughs> I, man, I there's some really fucking stupid beer. I feel stupid that. I get excited about it sometimes. It'll be like, oh, this one tastes like Hawaiian punch. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And I th- think that makes me less of a person. Yeah. I feel like that's. Getting excited over a drink that tastes like a screwdriver. Yeah. Like it's like, just have vodka and orange juice. Right. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. I got. This tastes like Swedish fish. Oh my God. No, I was talking to somebody and they, they work at a, a gay bar in town and they were like, yeah, no. Uh, the owner's like, yeah, they just don't put vodka in uh, anything but your first drink. They load it up oh. a lot on the first one, and then they just don't really serve you any vodka. Oh, the it's rest not the even the watering down kind of thing. No, it's just straight up like robbing you of your fucking Whoa. drink. Whoa, is that a is that legal? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not believe it or not, a lot of the, a lot of the things that they do with that drag club, I don't know, are entirely above board. Oh well, fuck. <laughs> it's a whole new world there, man. Yeah. Hey, that that mushroom stuff. I actually got a question. Have you ever had the the mushroom gummies? So I've got a pack upstairs that okay. I bought like four months ago. Like they're like Sour Patch Kids, but they're in like the shape of uh, shrooms. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. No, probably, I mean, they're probably the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Amanita muscaria okay. gummies. It's uh, muscarinic acid and iboetic acid, I think, and uh, or muscarine and iboetic acid. Um, I was really hesitant to take them because people were saying that they were just kind of like boring. Yo, my that's why I asked my uh, one of my buddies said that it tastes like hitting an L, just like hitting a blunt. And I was like, I don't know, because I'm I saw it in the shop and I was like, oh, that might be kind of interesting. But dude, shrooms make me shit like an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, I'm like preemptive about it. And I asked him, he was like, oh, it's like hitting a blunt. But he hadn't tried it yet. So Somebody else told him you, that. If you're worried about gastrointestinal issues. I would say gas X beforehand or something. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I'd say don't worry too much about it because these are made out of extracts. Ah, so there's no plant material yeah. in it. No, so I it's just, just have a PTSD from uh, the runs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, see, that's people. See, that's the thing is like, um, 
what's fun and a drug to people in Scandinavia and Siberia? And like what might be fun for them might not be fun for Western audiences. Yeah. That's what Terrence McKenna said about. Oh, very true. Uh, it, but he was right you, on about some of that shit. You know, um, do you, there's this brand called purple. They're not sponsoring this, but, um, not the bed. Yeah, no, the, uh, the fucking Amnita Muscaria gummy company. <laughs> they have a five pack I've seen reviewed a bunch of times. It's the one that I have. And yeah. uh, people are like, yeah, if you eat all five, it's, you have open eyed visuals. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. When you're just like chilling. Yeah. You know, you know that's, I'm the, not going to be doing shit if I'm bucking around with any of that. So that's the thing, man. Like it's hard for me to just relax on psychedelics. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a I, fucking workout, man. Yeah, seriously, it is, it's exercise for your brain. They're not they're not fun drugs. I wish somebody had explained that to me beforehand, before I ever did any of that stuff. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. No, there's a ton of stuff people leave out about acid, and I feel like maybe that's a, a rich area of conversation. They probably focus uh, on so much on like how their trip was instead of like, oh, that was fucking exhausting. Like you know, and not actually preparing people for it. They they say the same fucking thing. Make sure you're around good people and in a safe space. And I'm like, that's that's it. That's your two rules. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. Um, hey, this thing can make you go insane. Yeah. Like, there's some real uh, cost benefit analysis you should do if, before you take LSD, and they just don't actually. Big acid. No, or really all this big media apparatus that exists around psychedelics now. They don't want you to. I don't think really make the most informed decision you can they're just kind of out there to push it yeah we need more uh social warning labels 100 percent. and i don't yeah we're not really we're just kind of handing it out to people and uh it's no like their pamphlets yeah and it's it's like i don't know man like if we do the same thing with psych meds i feel is he even is even me man like i went with uh i'm sorry not not to no 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 derail but uh I had test kits. I uh, was. I never really did a heroic dose or anything like that of LSD, and even I was still like negatively affected in some aspects by psychedelics. In a lot of ways, it was really positive. Yeah, I don't think I'd, I'd be the person I am today without them. But um, there was months of my life that were like mired in confusion because I had these like completely earth shattering experiences that Fuck you just yeah. can't talk to anybody about or do, when you can't describe something that's traumatic you know they, they that's something else they don't teach you how to fucking deal with yeah or that that's a possibility <laughs> like you're they, on your own in your mind with this 100 <laughs> percent. <laughs> do you have a do you have a weird experience from acid that you can distill down i mean well first i got to tell you you know the last time i did mushrooms um, you know, I was sitting on a toilet for like two and a half hours staring at a Katy Perry poster on my toilet there on my wall. You know what I mean? So, um, that kind of shoved me off of that. <laughs> that was actually more traumatic than it seems <laughs> when you're shaking and you can't control your bowels and all you got to stare at is a part of me, you know, it's not, that's no fun for anybody. Um, LSD. Oh man. Um, well, how many times have you done it? You know, I mean, how many you, times have I done LSD? Yeah. It's probably 60 or 80 times. (laughs) Enough to be completely clinically insane? 60 or or 80 times, probably. Uh, Mine is far more divided in in number than that. Um, 
I can't think, no, I people can't aren't going to believe uh, people aren't going to believe me when I say that. No, I I, th- I think that that's true. I know I know you you know me, and you're like, able to hold your bearings way better than me. So that, I think that says something too about the social warning labels about you know people going around like if you take this more than seven times you're clinically insane. There's things wrong with you. You know stop stop listening to everybody else too. Oh no, yeah, yeah just like blindly. The big the big problem for me was NBOME. I took a ton of NBOME. What the fuck is that? It is a psychedelic amphetamine. It is um, a mescaline molecule grafted onto an amphetamine molecule. So is that that's like terms. a mega upper? It's a super. It's you know what? Oddly enough, not as uppy as it LSD. Sounds... Yeah. Oh, it's, oh really? Yeah, and uh, the visu- the visuals are very kind of like digital. Yeah. Flowy, and uh, it's not as it's not as reality and earth shattering. Mm-hmm. As LSD, it's not as spiritual, in my opinion. Yeah, but uh, the it takes a massive toll on your body. Like, like you're, mm-hmm. we're talking like weeks of hangovers. Oh, dude, that it, the that well for one that the regular acid come down for like the next six days is uh, that sucks. It makes me a miserable asshole. So oh, really? I can't, I can't imagine that. Yeah. Oh, dude. I think I have such. Now that we're talking about that, I think I have such a great experience. I haven't really ever had something terrible. Um, but it was after the fact, like coming down, I, you know, I had migraines, uh, my temper, dude, my temperament was fucking off the wall. You know, I was snapping handles, bro. That's I, the most traumatic experience I've ever had on psychedelics was my first time taking mushrooms. I ate a whole bag Uh-oh. and I was fine for the whole trip until the last half hour. That the come down on mushrooms can be really aggressive. Was there a specific trigger? Um, no, probably just, I was, just take I was one thing a, and it gets dark. Yeah, I was probably just, I was stuck in a thought loop or something. I was doing poorly in school at the time. Oh, the, dude, the time loops. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't a time. It was just a thought oh, loop. I just couldn't stop thinking about something. Yeah. yeah. That, um, that probably, that's the same thing probably with the physical. Like you start doing something while you're tripping and then you end up like doing it like eight more times. And before you're like, wait a second, I'm caught in a fucking loop here. I got snapped out of it all at once. My friend was like, hey man, my shit wore off. And then I like kind of gave my head a shake and like i was out too brings you back to reality 100 w- yeah. which is crazy it's like pulling the plug on the virtual reality it was yeah yeah it was very weird um and there was this it felt like a massive download of information mm-hmm. that i got while i was tripping like and it felt like the mushrooms were like smart or like they had like some intelligence within them that like communicates with you, which sounds crazy. Now that's if some, you've that's never some taken. Terrence uh, McKenna shit. Yeah, no, but it, you feel it and it feels smart and you're like, <laughs> what is this? This is insane. I'm eating organic computers. I'm, I'm eating tiny computers and they're talking to the me. The machine elves. The machine elves. If you've never uh, I've been heard trying of, to work on my McKenna. <laughs> now there are properties <laughs> of psilocybin uh, mushrooms that <laughs> have never been demonstrated in any other trip to mean molecule. I don't know. That's I pretty good. I uh, listen to a ton of Terrence McKenna. He's a, yeah. a, a lecturer on psychedelics mm-hmm. who was popular in the 70s, 80s, 90s. And uh, he's he has some really out there thinking and like he's a great rabbit hole to go down but if you're not like really strapped into some form of skepticism, you're totally going to lose your goddamn mind. Oh yeah. That's a, uh, that's a slippery slope. A hundred percent. His ideas, it's, they're not, you know, they're dangerous in the way that, um, 
if you if you're like a conspiratorially minded person um having someone come up to you and say hey man reality is slippery is a oh, dangerous fuck. you know proposition and then all Terrence McKenna does is like sit there for hours at a time and go you know reality is probably so much weirder than we could ever understand yeah, no, see, and that's just weird to me, and that's that's dangerous. I try not to think about that stuff too hard, too, because, I mean, besides McKenna, there are wackos out there who have their own theories on it, and you can, definitely can't listen to them. There was some guy who wrote an article saying that LSD was basically created to be weaponized and that you shouldn't trust you shouldn't trust LSD, you shouldn't trust uh, the government <laughs> because of that and because it's uh, actually supposed to, you know, numb you and all kinds of shit. I, I completely believe that it was... Counterintelligence for psychedelics? I, I know I know I think uh, LSD was just this uh, great scientific discovery that we stumbled yeah. onto, and it has been paying dividends, dude. We get so much out of LSD that we just the all of the 21st century would not exist the way it does without LSD. It's like psilocybin. It's yeah, a, it's like our psilocybin. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean that's what got. Or I meant, I meant I meant penicillin. My bad. Oh, penicillin. <laughs> the greatest discovery of our you know. Last few generations. I I think, uh, I don't know. I feel like sometimes we hit a brick wall with psychedelics for years at a time mm -hmm. um, because we don't uh, have that. We don't have people exploring it publicly because it's dangerous too. There are probably are people out there like taking new compounds like every day. Those DMT uh, trial tests that they do, you know, that, that's what that reminds me of or like ketamine. Yeah, or... Um, so do you know who Alexander Shulgin is? Nope. He had special permission from the DEA to create as many psychedelic drugs as he could or psych psychoactive compounds as he could. Man, talk about a fucking grant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that would be nice. And so he would, and this is the, this, the scientific ethics at the time, you, you just tested the compound on yourself first. Of course. And... uh so he made like over 250 compounds or something like that. Wow. And he just released them in books. I think I, I think I have both both of his books upstairs where he just like tells you how to make all of them. Dude's like the Ben Franklin of psychedelics. 100%. Yeah. He, <laughs> I believe he synthesized MDMA for the first his, time. His Magna Carta? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he made so much, so many drugs that it's almost hard to come up with new ones, but sometimes they do it. It's just that I don't know. I just know that there's gonna they're gonna come out with a really cool drug when I'm like forty. Yeah. They're gonna be like, yeah, it kills you if you're over forty, and I'm gonna be like, oh, I'll try it. <laughs> so that's the future of assisted suicide. Yeah, it's really cool. Really <laughs> Instead cool of getting in the pods, trip. you're just yeah. You, oh, hey, that's not bad. You had to shoot you up full of DMT and then morphine. Yeah, that's not a bad way to do it. That's pretty good. You're probably closest to what it would be anyway. Right. If you're just loading yourself up on DMT. You know what other uh, institution has uh, special uh, access from the government to work on a program of drugs? What? Coca-Cola. Really? Yeah. Did you know they're the largest uh, manufacturer and distributor of uh, lidocaine? R R I didn't know that. No. For for dental stuff and like medical. Yeah. They get a... So they use real... They still... You know, the whole lame joke is, uh, you know, Coca-Cola used to fuck around with actual cocaine. Well, actually, they still do. And they got special grants from the government where they can, uh, and they, I think the plants in New York maybe, and they use compounds of cocaine. They basically cr make co cocaine and then they turn it into lidocaine, sell yeah. it to uh, dentists around the, the country. Well, it's like they still use the, 
the stocks, right? And then, yeah. well, and then they, they buy the denatured cocoa, cocoa leaves. Yeah. I think that's probably, that's so, I think it's just a necessary yeah, part yeah. of it. It's like, you know, might as well make money the whole way. <laughs> and who else knows it best? You know, right. <laughs> Atlantic bottling company. <laughs> that's, that's who should be making my, my medication. You know how I found that out, dude, this is actually kind of crazy. So I, I've never had really any dental issues, but one tooth ended up rotting out because I was sticking uh, the cocaine up in my gums yeah. and it fucked up my tooth and I had to get it removed. And guess what they gave me to fucking heal it up with lidocaine. So I'm using a cocaine based compound <laughs> to fix the problem that cocaine did to my teeth. Is that fucking <laughs> ridiculous? What's that Do, about? I don't know. We should really spread awareness about that, but. Rubbing, rubbing cocaine. Yeah, I was going to say the, the lidocaine with co- Coca Cola or my. No, that that rubbing cocaine yeah, on your do gums. That. Don't do that. Will that thing rot is, your yeah. teeth out. It's it's filtered with fucking gasoline. Didn't didn't anybody see the Gordon Ramsay documentary? <laughs> don't do that. Don't stick that shit in your mouth. Wait, are you telling me that stuff that smells like gasoline? Well, no, they 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 filter when when they're making it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know how they make cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir again. They they uh have put it in so many goddamn movies. Like honestly, the one of the first movies I ever remember seeing is that Fifty Cent documentary, where he's like not documentary but movie. Sorry, where he's teaching people how to make crack. And you don't, you're just like, is it the die trying movie? I think it is. Yeah. Get rich or die trying. And it's like, uh, he's just like, yeah, you take one part water, one part baking soda, one part cocaine, (laughs) and then you mix it in some water and some Pyrex. And I'm like 50 cents, like Emerald. Yeah. Bam. Bam. (laughs) I don't know. And it's, you know, it makes you want to make crack because you just know how to now. Mm. Um, yeah, dude, I just saw, have you seen new Jack city? Wesley Snipes uh, joint? No, I haven't. Where actually. he's a uh, crack cocaine uh, megalomaniac. He's a crack cocaine guy. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. Chris Rock is a terrible crack cocaine junkie. We <laughs> get him to do like undercover shit. It's actually pretty good. Do, um, Ni- early 90s joint. Chris Rock is funnier the louder he is. Yeah. Like here, let me, let me, I can prove it to you. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> okay, the bit's not landing 100%, but it's there. No, I know what you're getting it's with there. that. You're I, right. You're right about it. You're on the same Don't fucking patronize me. <laughs> don't fucking pay. I'm trying to lift you up, man. I'm trying to lift me up. Honestly. I want to motivate you with the impressions because I want you to do more of them. I like them. So, you know, I want you to keep working on them. I, I don't need, want you to be I need more than three. I, I don't think I have. I don't have a wide base. Can you? I need. Dude, you're in. You're I just like don't a, know enough people. Your Inspector Gadget the other day was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? Your Jesse Ventura is off the fucking chain. I've heard you do a bunch. Um, I I think, uh, but I I just need I just need to know more people. Like give me give me yeah. a name, man. Give you an uh, oh man. Are you sure it's me too yeah. hard? Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um. Well, I put heroin in my arm and then I died on the shitter. Uh, <laughs> don't you find that kind of ironic, dude? That's not bad. Like for right <laughs> off the bat, <laughs> yeah. I've also, like I couldn't. D- yeah, John, dude, John C. Riley. You know what I mean? That's it's <laughs> <laughs> a little too goofy. <laughs> <laughs> just how about can I? What if I just shit my pants and then sucked Will Ferrell's cock? That's pretty much John C. Riley's whole career. <laughs> just shitting his pants. He's a <laughs> he's a very interesting and talented man, but the thing he's talented at. Is he's a trained clown? Did you know that? Oh, he's like Steve-O? Yeah, hundred percent. 
him and Steve-O would have like hours of things to talk about. That'd be an interesting podcast, actually. Steve-O it might, it might, and John It might C. lift up his show, Steve-O's show, if he had him on. It would it'd certainly elevate it. I think oh, he'd yeah. have to stop yeah, interviewing yeah. people in a fucking RV. Yeah, with the jackass producer. Dude, I don't know. I see so many podcasts now that like they don't even go through the effort of having a poorly put together green screen. Yeah, you guys are fucking up. You guys are get up, up get up to our level, you know? God, we're just If I, you're able to do it without a Roadcaster Pro, you know what? You're not <laughs> shit if you can't do it without that. I I don't know. I want to I want I want a road mic. I'm just talking shit on the equipment. I, that's all. I want <laughs> I want I want those road mics with the with the necks. I want I want to be <laughs> Dude, okay, quick question. When's the last time you watched an episode of Joe Rogan? Because you'd, ha- you'd be the most recent person. Um, It's probably been a few weeks. A few weeks? Yeah, I've been following all the Kill Podcaster stuff. It's so, been, it's been know. years. Has it really? It's seriously, bro. It's topical for me, too, so I got to check out some of the shit, you know? It's, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a current events kind of guy, so, yeah. you know, my, my finger's slipping off the pulse, but... That's I gotta my stay problem. In there. Is, like, dude, I, I realize this, like, the, the only thing I do is, like, go to work and like date and date. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally like that's, I like COVID sucked so much fucking cock. Like I used to love like bullshitting about politics and stuff. You mean you're actually living your fucking life? Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> like, like most people, but believe it or not, that's not very relatable. Cause most people don't have a fucking life. Yeah. Um, that's why, that's why we do this. That's why we do this. I don't know. It's that's weird. That's the other thing is like, um, not wanting to talk about anything particularly personal like anymore because it's still happening. Like, I don't think I've completely exhausted all my like weirdo stories from yesteryear, but like now everything goofy and funny that happens to me is currently happening to me, and I'm like, I don't know how much of my own ass I can show. Yeah, you know no, I, no mean? I, I get that. You know, I'm, I'm still I, learning that as like someone trying to be funny on the internet. I think that's some preemptive shit too because, you know, this is supposed to be a comedy podcast. It's not just like a bro cast where we just can talk about our personal lives. But yeah. I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, I like your personal stories. I think maybe you should just say fuck it and talk about some of your, some of your real life. I think it adds an extra layer to the show, adds well, some genuinality. Well, uh, you know, I've been uh, struggling with thoughts of becoming an equestrian as you put the microphone in your mouth i've i've been struggling with um equestrian yeah i want to buy a horse i want to own a horse i can see that it's i just every every philanthropist should have a a horse and a stable i i know i want to i want to really engage with my philanthropy and the first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to give fruit roll-ups to the diabetics of the world the tie-dye berry ones the tie-dye berry one? Yeah, what that's that? a, Why did you have that locked and loaded? Because that's the best one that you give to anybody. And because it's my, like, my favorite candy. <laughs> really? <laughs> Isn't that funny is that I had that like, ready to go? Only is, the tie-dye berry, bro. I, okay, uh, no, 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 no. But, there's, but like, candy is, like, a, is good. Not, well, is, see, I separate is, it from chocolates and things like that. I'm one of those guys. What's your, what's your favorite chocolate bar, Emmett? Uh-oh. This is where uh, our friendship ends. Oh yeah, so I'm very basic. Okay, I'm. Uh, I don't even want to tell you. Uh, Hershey's with almonds. That's fine. That one. That's okay. Not, is that's that not, acceptable? That's not basic. Okay. That's acceptable. It's almonds are delicious, but uh, mine is Protein. the zero, zero fudge bar. Homie, no, dude, we're we're friends, soulmates. Yeah. I eat zero growing up constantly. I chose it's, that over everything else. That the white, that it, white goody n- oh. nougaty chocolateness. That fuck. and the fuck three musketeers, dude. I don't know. And you know what? I didn't know what Mister Goodbar was. 
Whoa. For years. And really? Then, and then like. I hit the whole Hershey's family. D- oh, dude. No. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. They kept shit away from me. My parents were smart. Like, Good. Good for them. That's I, awesome, man. I was teetering on fucking fat. My, all of my like preteen years. Mm, same. If, if same. they would have show, given me like an in with like chocolate. Yeah. God, honestly, fuck my parents for ever getting me into novelty soda. Oh no, you're like one of those uh, like bacon soda. No. And, oh okay. No. Oh, that thought that's what only you're quality like, things. What the fuck? Jones. I'm the, I'm the Jones kind of soda. Uh, they're pretty good, but like, yeah. if it's like if I'm at a place where they serve like Moxie. I hate Moxie. Never had Mo- Moxie. Actually. It is so. It is. It's a cola that's flavored like root bark. What the fuck? Yeah, literal fucking tree bark, and it tastes bad, but it's fucking Moxie, and so like I get it because it's yeah. like it's the only. It's like up there with like Coca Cola for how old it is. I think it's like eighteen. 18- 93 or 1883 it might be even older than coke oh it's a legacy product legacy product like knee high or something yeah and knee high is good dude knee high peach okay sorry this is a Ooh. soda consumers podcast but peach soda really slept on fruit soda if you get knee high peach you're gonna fucking cream your pants you're gonna cream your jeans that sounds good actually not the cream in the pants but the soda I mean, have you ever creamed your pants from eating food you're creamed your pants from eating no i've food? never had a full climax while i'm uh Eating food? Gorging, but I would love to. If I <laughs> I've could, gotten close at a couple it, of buffets, I've gotten close, dude. When they had when they had mozzarella sticks, and I could just have as many as I, I want. Oh man! Have you achieved release today? No, dude. I'm I'm S, I'm SR. You SR? Yeah, I'm, I'm SR boy for real. You have a girlfriend. Well, when when I do that, yeah, yeah. that doesn't count. You know what I'm saying? So, not <laughs> when today. I, when not I today, do the dishes, she lets me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those things where it's like the the board, where it's like. Like good job husband stickers And it's like What the fuck Fucking If you earn You were like earn points For taking care of the kids Dude, And then you we're get talk, like We're talking about people Not like living their life That's something People who aren't Fucking living their life are doing. No. How bored are you to do that I Seriously no, I think you have to hate Having sex with Your, your partner I think you're making up excuses to not bang them at that the, point. The micromanaging for that? Yeah, yeah that's like kindergarten. If you earn enough gold gold stars, I'll let you eat my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You, you got a demerit this week. If you get an, you get oh a foot job, god. maybe. Dude, I don't know. I feel like that if that's not if that's not your fetish, you're living in hell. Yeah. You know? Um God, I don't know. Do you ever do you ever see fetish couples in public? What kind of fish coat? You mean like uh, like any furries? Kind. Uh, <laughs> furries. I can only like pick them out when they're wearing the costumes. But. Re- really clear, uh, like uh, there's sometimes uh, there's like anime canker bondage. I see like bondage people like out and about. I see more of the you know we we notice your vibe from across the bar couples. <laughs> Dude, that's the more I see. I, I see more older middle aged people than I do uh, kids anymore. Not kids, but. That's the hardest yeah, part about being in your mid twenties at bars is the I, we noticed you from across the bar couples. Is that shit real? Does that really happen? All the time, dude. Really? All I'm the time. I'm just shooting in the dark there. Holy fuck, dude! No, seriously, like awkward. It's a, it's a real thing. Um, yeah. And um, I don't know. It's like weird stuff. Like older people at bars, like ask my friends, like, "Hey, is your friend single?" And, and it's just like they're swingers. He actually has a swinger podcast. I, what was that? He actually has a swingers podcast. Do I? No, no. I'm just like that. That's what your friend would say. Do, um, <laughs> I just, um, Aaron from Piss Magazine. I used to. Uh, he was talking to one of those chicks one time. One of those like we noticed you from across the bar chicks, and I was like, Yeah, yeah, Aaron. Uh, tell her how into cock and ball torture you are. 
Oh fuck! And if you what catch Aaron really off guard, uh, he won't. He'll freeze, and he froze. It was really fucking funny. Oh, his brain just like shuts off at uh, for women. Yeah, yeah, to the point where I, I debilitating. He's he came out as gay and good for him, but also yeah. like, I feel like he's still attracted to women. I feel like he's just packed up. He's just oh, yeah. quit. He's just quit girls, yeah. which is fine. But I feel like it's okay to say he can take a break if he wants. He can take a break. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I'm on a diet of no women right I'm now. On a diet. I've I don't know. I've been pretty. I've been pretty <laughs> lean on women this year. Yeah. I dated the most absolute normal woman I've like ever dated this year. Yeah, that's the goal. Isn't and it? then yes, and then there are people who do go out there specifically to find the craziest. Uh, <laughs> Off their rocker person. I never intended to do that, but I've done it. You know, that's that's the times. natural way, process of things. Is you accidentally run into somebody that's crazy. You know, you're not like actively looking for that. Those people are self destructive. I yeah. Well, I, I just don't looking know. Looking for that. Uh, I think I guess it's just people that look for near anonymous sex on the internet mm. probably aren't super stable. And, you know, yeah, dude, did you used to see the Craigslist boards? Fuck, man. Oh, oh yes, shit. I did. That was a wild, that, wild west. I used to go entertain <laughs> myself on Craigslist all yeah. the time. That shit was so funny to read. I'm glad they kept misconnections. I will, I will say that. That's that shit's good. Do you ever find any good ones locally? It's been a while, but yeah, there were some good ones. You know, oh, dude, one was like, uh, it's some guy, and he was like, yeah, we were, we were both at the grocery store, and I farted really bad in the aisle, and we, you noticed it, and we both laughed. If this is you, please reach out to me. I'm like, damn, oh, man. that's ballsy, being like, hey, I shit my pants in front of you, stranger. You should be Get at me. You should be required by law to post an update, especially oh, if it's yeah. fart related. You have to follow up, or they ban you from the site. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you, mind if, do you mind if I pause real quick? Yeah, I'm going to take a break. So Emmett has never seen David Blaine be weird in this one fucking daytime talk yeah, he's interview. Usually, uh, he's usually put together pretty well. He was on the uh, Hey Rogan. He was pretty uh, stable on Rogan. <laughs> well, this is he's no he's not very stable here, man. doing tricks as well. Car tricks. I thought that was a drool. Did you see yourself as different in any way? Oh, he's lobotomized. Oh, he's not happy. It just... It just kind of becomes yeah. clear. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a bit. like the. You know. Do you think so, or do you think this was like uh, an interview <laughs> his publicist pushed that he was like, do I really have to go on good day uh, leads? No, I th- I think he's. This is like a really like misguided attempt at like trying to build a mystique around yourself. Oh, the dark and brooding, yeah, kind of magician, <sighs> yeah, illusionist. Like things were very different in the two thousands, man. Like you could get away with this, and people would buy it. Yeah. Like now, I don't. I think if if you came out and you're like, my name is Damien. You got it. This is your new grift. Fuck the yeah. uh, going to Walmart riding e scooters, dude. You could be a. You could be the new magician. Yeah, I'm just I've you know what you know I'm trained. I got the yeah. chops. I just need uh, to completely sell out. Yeah, go the go the Copperfield route. Go the Copperfield route. Yeah, just lie. See, Copperfield would do crazy shit. Like spin the top of a, a burned down brothel on your stage. Just talk to the dead. D- um, David David <laughs> Copperfield did this fucking thing where it's called it's the teleporting to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's the corniest fucking shit ever. Um, I, I strongly recommend 
I bet you know how he pulled this off too, don't you? Yes. Um, he just uh, lied. He just lied. It's um, <laughs> David Copperfield notoriously like doesn't even use audiences for a lot of his fucking tricks. Um, yeah, you know why they they tell you that a magician can't reveal his tricks is because it's all uh, it's just lies. <laughs> the one where he flies is so stupid. I don't think I've That's, seen that one. Actually, you've ne- we've never seen the one where he flies. I don't think I've seen where he flies, man. Okay, so I'm going to show you this fucking letter real quick. Does it look and like the moon landing? Look, it way worse. <laughs> so check this out. Check this out. He didn't have Kubrick. This is this is Russell Brand, by the way. This black man. Oh my god! What a coincidence, You're right? Like. So, and then the trick is, um, like he went to prison. They left that out. Yeah. I, I went away. No, watch this. So he, he gets up, he puts Michael and himself in this. How special. Not true. <laughs> He's like, no camera tricks. It's like, yeah, no shit. You're just lying. You don't need a camera to lie. <laughs> magic is stage magic Orgasm. is so shitty, dude. It's such garbage. And then. Like, Isn't that Titanic music? That doesn't make it dramatic well, or any more enticing at all. No, no, no. But watch, watch. You better look at your fucking phone. I turned it over. Sorry. <laughs> so it's not a distraction. Well, and then this is live in Hawaii. <laughs> but they should, were shooting in in California. Oh, oh, that's the that's the trick. Okay. Yes. This is probably just like five minutes from and the then, studio. No, here's the real rest of the trick. He reunites him with his dad. Oh. (laughs) What the fuck? I actually got this tattooed. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Is he, is he supposed to recognize this man as his father immediately? Yeah, he hasn't seen him in like 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, is this your bodyguard? No, it's your dad. He's not even going to introduce himself like, hey, I'm your dad. Yeah, son. Hey. It's this, so is paid, this is probably paid actors. It's Well, 100%. Pretend, just pretend to embrace you guys. You haven't. Here's your direction. You haven't seen each other in 16 years. Well, it's just crazy to me that like... That they pitched that and and you know part of magic is like the believability of it and they just like didn't care they were like you know you have to be really high on your own fucking fart fumes to be like no it's just like so beautiful yeah they're like even if it's obvious that it's a trick you know people will just like appreciate it it's like no justifying their scam yeah well it's it's just like it's i i'm i don't want to accept magic is something that's like this like lyrical like poetry thing like it can have aspects of that 
But like when you don't even have to actually try to pull off a, a, an illusion anymore. Yeah. It's like actually fucking stupid. Just like uh, pretending that all of that shit has to do with, uh, you know, some satanic connotations. Mm-hmm. Them selling their souls or some shit. You think he's selling his soul to do this? Come on now. Right. It's he's very just lame. lying on television. Yeah. If you were selling your soul, I hope you'd be doing something bigger than this, to be honest with you. Well, they point to stuff like... Um, how he made uh, the Statue of Liberty disappear, which is the funniest oh, he did thing that? ever. Yeah, he he literally just wrote. He put he had people stand on a stage, and then he lifted a big blanket around them, and then he rotated the stage so they weren't facing the Statue of Liberty. You said no idea they just were turned uh, 180 degrees or some shit. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. They made it. He's not a magician. He's an asshole. Yeah, there's a it was a it's like see fucking retards. Look how great I am. It's you no, know, and he definitely has that vibe of like, look at look, my fucking shit. Don't stink. yeah, dude. He's got the Siegfried and Roy hair too to go along with that. You know, he he was itching to get in Vegas. Didn't he have a a stay in Vegas too? Wasn't mm-hmm. he one of those guys? Mm-hmm. They all do that. Um, and then when that bottomed out, I think he started selling DVDs. Like he would like rent a theater. They do. He would do like these 90 minute like magic shows. That's what one of those is from. Yeah. And that's like, I but, believe what, what the flying is from too. I don't think that's like one of the ones you'd go to see at a uh, amusement park, the magician at amusement park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have same one level. that won't age at, at our local amusement park. Yeah. He, really? He's been the same age for like, uh, he's like Keanu. Years. Um, one second. I got to pause. Hey everybody. Uh, thank you for listening to, uh, Today's episode of Piss Magazine. Yeah, I had a good time. I hope everybody else did. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> it, was, um, it was chill. It was a little, little bit more low energy, you know. Uh, things to uh, check out, uh, chan.faggotbaby.com. Yeah, I'm at Stone Fox Detroit on all your favorite platforms. Um, also, be sure to check out Kill Podcasters Network. Be sure to check out bohemiangrove.com. Be sure to check out Duttheads, Couch Philosopher. Am I missing anything? Uh, no. Big uh, and bald. Yeah, no. Uh, Watch out for uh, Stone Fox Detroit's new show, American Death American Camp. Death Camp. Uh, and we will uh, love you guys. Yeah, we'll see you next Thursday and maybe sooner on the YouTube. I've just been posting sooner on YouTube because I get excited. So, yeah, big ups, big ups, biggest ups on the ting ting. <laughs>